Yes, hello, Jeff here, and welcome to episode 6 of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to. Happy New Year, everybody. Before we get going, I'd like to apologize for my two-week hiatus. I was on a holiday vacation. I really did not have the proper equipment to record my show. I thought I did. However, I was proven wrong and could not record. So I am back for the new year. However, I will briefly cover the last episode I missed as this past week's was a recap. So it's just, it's going to be two weeks ago's episode. So two weeks ago, at this point, December 20th, we followed the TOC pay-per-view where Buddy Murphy retained his title over Cedric Alexander. Little disappointed as the match was back on the pre-show and deserves a lot better than that, especially since the mixed match challenge was on the main card and really didn't deserve to be. That being said, the first match of this 205 Live, or that 205 Live, I should say, saw finally awakened Noam Dar back from his two-week-long car nap to take on Hideo Respect Me Itami. It was a close and good match where Cuban drug lord Davari provided a distraction so Itami could win. Also, Piss Boy is a face GM on 205 Live and a heel manager on Raw. Pick one and stick with it, writing team. Please, it's very confusing. Next, Leo Rush returned from his, uh, I guess, loss to Cedric Alexander. Um, and he wore his stupid vest jacket attire and beat some jobber. At least he took his vest off before winning. He hit his finisher, and right before it, he took the vest off. So at least there's that. Then the main event was a feud I care for about as much as I care for the thought of eating bull's testicles. And I don't care for that, contrary to popular belief. The Submission Commission versus Tazawa and Spanky? Nope, nope. It's just the man with the plant. <clears throat> nope. Uh, the Wizard of Odd. Uh, Kendrick. Brian Kendrick with a shaved face. I guess it's Spanky. It looks just like him. He really hasn't aged one year. Weirdly, Gallagher and Gulak were the only ones sporting the street attire. Anyway, Gulak at one point Randy Orton Kendrick's cheek with some sort of hook, and Gulak I think hit Tazawa with some sort of plastic tool case. I think that's what it was. I think they had drill bits in it and stuff. Anyway, it was a fine match, very enjoyable. That ended with Kendrick winning uh, over Gallagher with his patented slice bread number two off the top rope or middle rope, I guess. Gallagher was on the middle rope. He was on the top rope. They call it top rope. Whatever. That's the end of that. Recap's over. Now, on to the new year and this week's episode of 205 Live. It's Wednesday, December 2nd, 2018. And we open with a memorial graphic from Mean Gene Okerlund, who was very influential in me watching WCW when I was a child. He will be forever immortalized in my heart for laughing while wrestlers deliver wild and silly promos as well as fuck it. But most importantly, one of the best interviewers and personalities on screen in the 80s and 90s and a Hall of Famer to boot. And I wish his family and friends my condolences. Now moving on, we will be having qualifying matches tonight to determine who will be in the fatal four-way at the Royal Rumble versus Buddy Murphy for his Cruiserweight Championship. We are joined by a video package headed by the Tinkle King himself, 
welcoming us to a new year. Thanks, Piss God. Appreciate that. Tonight, we will get Kalisto, keep the pinatas at home, buddy, versus Leo Rush to open, as well as Akira Tozawa versus Drew Gulak in the main event. I look forward to it regardless of my thoughts about this feud. The commentary team is babbling when Kalisto comes out first. Joined by his two brethren, Gail Kim apparently now is sporting a sombrero, and they're tossing what could I only guess as those shitty little pinatas into the crowd. Leo Rush is now out, and thankfully he isn't holding a mic. A few weeks back, I applauded his personality, and I kind of take it back. He is annoying. I think he still has a very bright future. I like him everywhere but on the mic. Please take that shitty vest off this week. Oh, alright. He did. He took it off right away, so at least that's something. Lucha chant by Kalisto's brethren to start. They're trying to get the crowd going. Instead, we get a Leo sucks chant. It's close, guys. <laughs> we get some seriously speedy flippy shit to start, but no moves are hit. Leo takes a powder, slapped by Leo. Kalisto starts chasing Rush around the ring, and they do very unnecessary flippy things during the chase. Lots of backflips to get further away by Kalisto. Lots of diving through the ropes that really doesn't get Leo Rush that far, but hey, I guess it looks cool, right? Kalisto ends up taking over with a kick to the face, but Rush takes over even over that and lands a nice bottom rope suicide dive. Rush with a nice suplex and an uppercut for a one count. Uh, and then we get a rest chin lock. Kalisto yelling in pain. He's selling that chin lock like he just got hit with an F5. Huge clothesline from Rush after a victory roll counter by Kalisto. Another rest hold by Rush not sure what it is it just kind of looks like he's mounting him and pushing his it just it doesn't look good it rhymes with mape that looks like what he's doing rush then throws him out of the ring while his brethren check on Kalisto. but they check on him like he's not really his friend they really don't even touch him but then they kind of help him get back in the ring which nigel properly accuses them of cheating and tossing him back in the ring which they kind of do. Um, it should be cheating, just saying. But it's not, apparently, according to the referee. Rush is staying in control, but I just found out his backhand chop sucks. Another rest hold by Rush. It's really not a bad match so far. I mean, I'm saying there's a lot of rest holds, but it's 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 basically a, a pretty basic Raw or SmackDown TV match, um, minus that whole no-offense flippy shit in the beginning. Uh, Kalisto is coming back in, but Rush cuts it off. But apparently not for long, as Kalisto does this top rope assisted senton onto Rush. It's like he jumped up, put his knees on the top rope, and quickly flipped down on the Rush. It looked pretty dangerous, but it also looked really cool. And then a little bean child in the audience says, You can do it, Kalisto! You tell him, little bean boy, you tell him. Leo Rush kicks Kalisto twice and goes to the top, but Kalisto counters with some sort of up kick while Rush is on the top rope. They fight a bit on top. Kalisto wins and hits a backflip fallaway slam. That was a great move. It's kind of like a Spanish fly mixed with a fallaway slam. I kind of like how I explained it earlier better. I don't know why I went further into explaining that, but that was pretty stupid to explain earlier. What, what can he do? Kalisto goes for the Salida del Sol but Leo counters into a twisting unprettier 
And that's a cool move. I like how he hits that. The match is starting to really heat up now. Kalisto comes back after some offense from Leo. Hits a springboard back elbow. He screams, Lucha! As he gets fired up. Stop, Kalisto. <laughs> it really doesn't work when you're getting fired up and you yell Kalisto. It just takes all the momentum out of it. You get a jumping push kick by Rush, spinning heel kick by Kalisto, and then a TKO on Kalisto by Rush over the top rope. Looked pretty brutal. Didn't get any reaction from the audience or really the announcers. It kind of deserved more. Um, but what can you do? Kalisto almost gets counted out. He gets nine and a half and jumps back in. Rush is not happy. You can tell by his puberty screams. Rush to the top rope, setting up for his finisher, the frog splash. Uh, the Lucha House Party starts shaking their little noisemakers at him uh, because faces, you know, they got to distract the heels. But hey, Leo kicks one of them out of their hands and takes his eyes off the match because he's an asshole, uh, but also a fool. He then kicks Dorado, but Kalisto takes that advantage and hits the Salida, Salida del Sol for the win. Pinatas are going to be at the Royal Rumble, folks. Yay. Nigel blames Rush's loss on Lucha House Party's distraction. Um, looks like Rush's winning streak is going the way Asuka's winning streak went once they both lost. They're just going to keep losing. So now we have Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto versus blank versus blank. No fucking pre-show match, please. It's almost a guaranteed barn burner with a lot of flippy shit and a lot of awesome high spots. No pre-show please we recap the street fight from last week we see gulak and gallagher backstage if i get gulak's new catchphrase so help me god apparently not dasha fuentes is kayla braxton as google and gulak help me with and ask gulak if he feels like an underdog going into this match he basically says no in a boring roundabout kind of way Oh, and by the way, he fucking says the catchphrase, fucking stop. I liked Drew Gulak. This is enough. Go back to PowerPoints. The PowerPoints were working. You will tap out. What is he, fucking Kane? Stop. It doesn't work, and I hate it. Also, take your goddamn Rocky robe off. Okay, sorry. Whew, I got that out of my system. Then we get Tazawa backstage, and he's punching some pads held by Spanky that have Gulak's face taped on them. Just like a 90s sitcom about a nerd training to fight with the high school bully. Dumb. Get better content. <laughs> see why i hate this feud do you guys get it now i hate it oh oh piss god's up the face gm explains he's gonna recruit new 205 live talent i approve this is a shot from the waist up and i can only assume he is constantly pissing throughout this promo there's just that long stream just hitting the floor the entire promo Drew, not Rocky Gulak, comes out alone. He almost trips on the stairs. Akira, Kill Bill music Tezawa, out alone as well. Byron complains about heels. Surprise. Shut up, Byron. 
apparently faced Drake Maverick, barred any outside interferes, which explains why they came out alone. Gulak starts the match off with Matt wrestling Tazawa and applying submissions. And they kind of break apart, and Gulak gives the spooky fingers. The spooky fingers that Razor Ramon used to give and Scott Hall. and It's, uh, it's a nice touch. Gulak taunts the crowd. You get some more feeling out. Gulak with a shoulder tackle and a clever counter roll-up. Uh, after Tozawa tries to jump over Gulak, Gulak kind of just grabs him with his feet and puts him in the, the roll-up. Not a roll-up, but like a sit-out pin position. Gulak is very verbal in this match. I know he's usually kind of verbal as a heel, but he's really verbal right now. Tozawa takes over with his fake right hand, and, uh, and then he does a standing back senton. Gulak takes a powder. They brawl outside. Gulak scoop slams a Tazawa on the outside. Kind of held him. Safe. Gulak in control and seems to be focusing on the lower back, especially according to the announcers. Some sort of stretch applied by Gulak and then a chin lock. Never mind about the back. Nice exchange where Tazawa lands a midsection kick and then goes for a trouble in paradise but misses. Then he tries again, and Gulak catches the leg and hoists him up for a powerbomb. Instead, Tozawa hurricane runs him over the top rope and to the outside, and quickly goes for his patented suicide dive, but Gulak quickly jumps back in the ring before he can do it. But then, the trouble in paradise finally lands, third time's a charm. Tozawa lands some uh, sloppy-ass moves. Sloppy, like a forearm and a weird kick. It looks like he gets a little lost. Um, he kind of throws him in the corner and sets up for his, uh, his back senton, but Gulak rolls to the apron. They exchange some more. Tazawa lands a back senton while Gulak was through the middle ropes, but apparently he hurt his own back doing that. And I didn't know this. His finisher is called the Tokyo Tower? <laughs> I... That's news to me. I, it was said like it was just common knowledge, but who knows. Gulak hits a buckle bomb, tries for a Gulak. Tozawa counters a no pin. Gulak with a clothesline, pin for two, and they are both down. Tozawa with a sunset flip for one, and Gulak counters into an absolutely brutal powerbomb. He has got a mean powerbomb. He gets, gets a two count out of it, by the way. Pardon me. They punch back and forth, you know, that old spot where they exchange and just punch each other back and forth, and you get the yay and the boo. Tozawa lands a nice octopus stretch, and Byron refers to Gulak as the Steven Spielberg of submissions. Fuck you, Byron. Shut the fuck up, twat. That was unnecessary. I'm, I'm sorry, Byron. Just keep your dumb mouth shut, please. It's your references. They don't work. Gulak applies a horse collar, as Nigel calls it. It kind of just looks like the old Brock Lesnar muffler stretch, where he stretches the guy's leg over his neck. It looks cool. It's it's like a very strong man submission. I, I can appreciate that. Um, and apparently Gulak is the Iron Octopus, according to Baby Cole. You gotta stop with the nicknames, though. <laughs> I know I give, I know I give nicknames too, but it's kind of for fun, and I won't remember them. Oh, God. And Baby Cole again. Apparently, Tozawa is the stamina monster. Since when? Stop it. My head is spinning. <sighs> okay. Deep breath. Deep breath. I'm out of it now. I'm good. 
huge backdrop driver from Tozawa, and apparently his knee hurts. Gulak reverses the top rope senton that Tozawa goes for into the Gulak. Tozawa rolls out of it, and they end up on the floor outside, and they battle some more on the outside. This match is kind of dragging on a little bit. Tozawa back in the ring, Gulak on the apron, Tozawa with a Yakuza kick, followed by his patented kamikaze suicide dive. We'll just call it the kamikaze dive. You heard it here first, folks. That's the name of it, coined by Mace, Kamikaze Dive. You're welcome. Then the Senton attempt again, but Gulak counters yet again, and doesn't follow up right away. He goes for a superplex against his rules, you know, the whole no-fly zone, and surprise, it's countered. And we get the supposed Tokyo Tower by Tozawa, and he wins. Spanky is out to celebrate with him. Those are some pretty good matches. Next week, we get Cedric Alexander versus Hideo Itami. Now, for the Royal Rumble match, we have Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto versus Tozawa versus Blank. Blank is probably going to be a heel. We already have two faces. So, I'm guessing Itami to win? Then we get Alexander with a promo. He says Atami intimidates everyone, but it won't work on him, basically saying he's going to break Atami's back again. Because face? Davari with a promo on Atami's behalf. Actually, it's another solid heel promo. I have to give it I have to give some props to Davari. Um I think he really has potential to be a good heel personality on 205 Live. And then Atami speaks Japanese. It probably suits him better than him speaking English because all I can really say is respect me or come on, but mostly respect me. That was a pretty solid episode of 205 Live. I got to say, the new year brought some good stuff. It was only two matches, but two quality matches as opposed to just, you know, the whole jobber match thrown in between. I like it and they really should keep it going. Um, We'll see how it goes. Uh, I have high hopes and uh yeah yeah i i would i'm excited anyway that is it for this episode of hurry up and cruiserweight i'm jeff and i'm sorry i didn't get to see maria canales in two weeks i better see her next week i guess that would be three weeks then oh god it's even worse tune in next week for some more 205 live action Bye. Just the